Good morning, my friends. Last month, I spoke about the bulldog anointing, and many of you could relate to um, having that. And many of you um, maybe have been thinking about asking God for that with situations that take a long time in prayer before God answers. Uh, so I wanted to just share about Greg's salvation with you, as I said that I would this month. Um, I prayed for almost five years for Greg to come to know the Lord as I had come to know him. We both had left being Jehovah's Witnesses, and we had been um, Jehovah's Witnesses for 10 years. And when we left that organization, um, both of us kind of just pulled back from, from any religion. Um, and through someone that I worked with um, in our conversations with one another, uh, she was very instrumental in me coming to the Lord. And, and then once I started getting involved with churches and, and um, Bible studies and um, growing in the Lord, um, I just so wanted Greg to understand what a relationship with God really was. And um, so anyway, he he was, um, after we left the witnesses, he had started drinking very heavily, but he was a working alcoholic. His business was very successful. Um, and one night we um, went out to dinner for our, um, one of our anniversaries, and we went to the Burt Reynolds um, restaurant called The Outback. No, not The Outback. Backstage, sorry. Um, and uh, it was next to his theater that was there at the time. And, um, you know, we were having a nice dinner, and, and um, Greg had been really drinking all day. And we um, sat down and um, had a nice dinner, and it was good. And then all of a sudden, he asked me, um, we were just finishing up with dessert, and uh, he asked me um, if why I was going to another church. And, and I had changed churches twice, and he knew that. And I said to him, um, the reason why, and then I said, uh, but really, Greg, it doesn't matter as long as, as the church you go to believes in Jesus Christ and, and um, his salvation for us. And at that point, my husband, who is a sweet, gentle giant, never yells at me, at, even at home. That man stood up in the restaurant and yelled at me, I will never accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. And then he walked out of the restaurant. And all the people in the restaurant were turning and looking at me. And I, I just remember, like, leaning down and picking up my purse because I was grateful that Greg had paid the check already. And I wanted to say to all of them, I didn't even ask him to, but I didn't. I just walked out of the restaurant, and, and we came home. And Greg, of course, went to sleep right away. And um, I had actually prayed 
just got in the living room um, chair and I just started crying my eyes out and heart out because I said to the Lord, you know, he will never know you like I've gotten to know you. He will never um, come to you um, and ask you to be his Lord and Savior. And I was heartbroken. And as I sat there and, and was crying, um, I just felt God wrap his arms around me. And then all of a sudden, the crying stopped. And in my spirit, I felt God rising up in me. And this is the words that came out of my mouth, and I wrote them down. Lord, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know you're going to save Greg Wellman. And I just remember my peace came back, my, my joy in the Lord came back. Um, in that moment when God reminded me um, that I just needed to keep praying, that it wasn't, it wasn't me that was going to do this, it was him. And I don't know his timing, and I don't know his ways, and I would just need to keep trusting and praying. And, um, and so from that point on, I, I never had um, another time where I felt so hopeless. Um, I, I will never forget that night because it was so awesome what God did with my feelings and my emotions um, because he cares about those too. Um, now, that was um, actually about a month and a half before Greg actually did give his his heart to the Lord. And, and that story is way too long about how all that took place. Um, so what I'm saying to you is that um, when things look hopeless, and you run to God and you allow him to put hope back in your heart and to raise up in you a bulldog anointing that you're not going to quit praying. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Um, that, that God will move when it's time for him to move. And I am just, I, I, I just am so grateful that um, I didn't stay in hopelessness because then I wouldn't have been praying. And so um, the Lord just blessed me greatly. And then when Greg did come to the Lord and I even shared that story with him, he didn't even remember that happening, but I certainly did know that it happened. Um, Lonnie Anderson happened to be there for dinner with a whole table full of people, um, not not Bert, but, um, and, and I just remember it was so humiliating that everyone was looking at me as I walked out of the restaurant. But you know what? Now I can look back on it and just say, yay, God. Um, I thank him for getting us home since Greg was drinking so much and that he did a work in me because I ran to him and got in that chair and started to cry and started to tell him, there was no hope left in me for Greg. And, and, and God totally turned me around. And that's what's important. We can't play Holy Spirit in people's lives, whether it's our husband, our children, our friends. We can't play Holy Spirit because we don't have the power 
know our heart desires that. But God does and is the one who has, the only one who has the power to do that. And I will never, ever forget, and I will always share 